This is Greeny with Mike Greenberg on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and on ESPN+. Plus. And better than ever, Greeny on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. I got Dominic Foxworth. I've got so many guests here from the Get Up. And we've got Black and Abdallah. The get pop, up. Pop, 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 pop. What's the, up, fellas? The get up. I love We're on this. the get up. We're on I the love get this. Up. I love that uh, Cap is now a uh, a climate change denier. Oh. Uh, he is. What, uh, what did I miss? He. What? Well, th- there's scientific fact. Wait, wait. Behind, when did this happen? He's the, he doesn't. Cap doesn't like the study. We talked about it last night. What the study? The four Great day conversation. Work week. Yep. The four day work week. Yeah. There's scientific evidence that it works, and he's like, no, don't trust it. Not for me. What does that have to do with climate change? It's the same thing. We don't trust science. It's science. Oh, I get you. I get. We're I not trusting science. Oh, <clears throat> how are those levels, Cap? You need them. You need. You need no. the up down. Up down. I'm good. You good? Okay. I'm good. <laughs> He's good. Jonathan, everything's good here in the studio. Like, I, that's good to know. We, yes. we got the okay from Keith last night. Yeah, did you guys, uh, you guys miss that? We, we pitched the idea to Keith Williams here at the station, and we got the okay. Good Karma Brands, ESPN 1000, four-day work week. You come in. You, he said you it's okay. Recap the Bears game on Monday. You do all, you listen, you got to have a football Thursday. <laughs> football Thursdays now instead of football Fridays. Well, that's all I, that it is. I was thinking well, about this. Well, listen, hey, Chris and Adam, you already know. I'm used to the three or four day work week. That's when I was working nights. Absolutely. Yeah. Right. I we'll did be, that for 30 we'll years. We'll be back with you Thursday after uh, the NBA, the Celtics and Hornets play here as we take you to NBA coverage here on ESPN Radio. Yeah. So I already know that life. Yeah. The difference exactly. for us, though, it wasn't by choice. Yeah. Well, I don't know, quite, nothing like hey, working that McDonald's schedule. Hey, why are, uh, why are uh, Jonathan Hood, Black and Abdallah, why are you guys all off uh, for that random day? Well, I, I don't know. Oh, the, we don't know. Well, the just, worst, they're just, just off. The worst was during the conference finals when they'd play a game every other night, and we, yeah. just, we just wouldn't be here for like two weeks. You know, huh. You're just like, well, I guess I'm not working for two weeks. Time, was, to, time to use that vacation time. Yeah. Hey, you two know. You know, because I believe mm-hmm. that you lived it too, so you know. Like, so, so for me, my bottom line of your conversation last night is if you're, if you're as productive or more productive – uh, then go with the four-day work week as long as the job's done. Yeah. All a boss really cares about is, hey, is the building on fire? Oh, it's not? Okay, we're good? Okay, then that, we're fine. It doesn't matter how many days you get it done as long as you get to your goals as a company. Okay, so I could, could be persuaded if you said there were divisions in the company where sales can work four days, but they're able to be just as productive. But, but those at the bottom of the company, they have to yeah. work five, six, yeah. seven days a week. Yeah. Is that what you're pitching? Okay, all right. If you want to be an executive in my company right. and you want to make the big money in my company, yeah. Like, if you want okay. to produce the morning show, you're well, working all five days. But it doesn't apply to our <laughs> industry. Well, we, no, 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 let me Let me ask this. I think this is a good way to, to get into this conversation. We don't have real jobs. No, we don't. But we do not. In this situation, what if... They told you guys, you guys right now are hosting five days a week, three hours a day. Mm-hmm. What if you could take the three hours from Friday and split it up? No interest. And you take an hour and you do three shows throughout the week where you do an extra hour 
and your Fridays are off. Uh, no interest. Cap, during no the su- interest? Cap, during the no summer, interest. during the summer at 10.01, you're in your car on your way to your lake house. What if I told you you could do that summer on days. Thursday at 10.01? Yeah. You'd have three days and at the so lake I'm house. And so I'm not on the air on Friday? No. Right. No interest. Because no, it's a weekend. No one's working. Yeah, everyone's no, everyone, It's a normal it's, weekend. It's, it's not just, still going to be sports news that Hoodie and I want to talk about. There's sports news on Saturday and Sunday. Yeah, I don't why? see you coming in yeah. then. That's the podcast. That's the recap. Correct. Bro. That's the recap. <laughs> and I work seven days a week. <laughs> I mean. I do a recap every single Cap. Okay, that's not that's not work. A two minute video <laughs> is not saying you work no. seven days a week. You're, you're not so, the, you're uh, not the I, dude. Not a, I appreciate that you it's do not it. A two minute video when I have to How make sure the recap yesterday. in Jamaica I watch every single second of the Bulls game. You said you didn't watch a single second of the Bulls game. I listened to the show on Monday. You said you didn't Uh-oh. watch a single no, no. second of the game. That is a lie. I you said, said you did. Oh no, pull the tape and let's bet another hundred. Did he say? Me did he say he didn't watch the game? I said he was there. two hundred dollars. I'll bet you two thousand dollars. I said I didn't watch the All Star game. <laughs> okay, fine. Well, you just said you didn't watch. But why? Why didn't I get a recap of the All Star game? I watched. I don't do those. I got every <laughs> single second of the Bulls. Every game they played on vacation. Oh, why? You're on vacation. No, because I make just, a commitment to the people every that follow day. me. Uh, okay. But let's no. get to the bottom line of this, though, guys. The bottom line, and Captain already talked about this. If it's Is four days, a, well, no, if there's if it's four care. days a week, he already lost. If, if, if it's four days a week. Right? Does that not cut into our pay? Would would you? I mean, that's the the question because they couldn't pay us the same salary. Jonathan, that's why. That's why I asked: Would you guys be willing to take those three hours and just work longer shows the days that you work? No, it's still the same amount of work if you do it that way. What do you think about what Demar Derozan proposed this weekend? Did you see that? He that, said that uh, you to win awards, you have to play you have to play seventy-eight of eighty-two games to be eligible to win the MVP. You should talk to his. Shooting guard, then. I, I'm comfy in the three hours. Right, by the way, right. I can't. I can't do the telethon that Wall and Sylvie do every day. Four hours. Oh God. No, but I mean, I'm tapping. Listen, I if, did that shift. I asked Sylvia, like, we're done, right? We got another hour, right? If I'm they like, came oh, out, God. if they came out tomorrow <laughs> and said, if the government was like, guys, America, four day work week. Then you wouldn't have to work every it, Friday. Would be a weekend. It wouldn't be rated. It would. You wouldn't have to worry about any of that stuff. There wouldn't be. You'd have sports news, sure, but there's sports news Saturday and Sunday. There's the most sports news ever on Sunday on an NFL weekend. We're not working. I mean, you do the post game show. You'd still do the post game show, or you used to do the post game show. You wouldn't yeah. do that, so you could still do that. It's the same thing. You would just everybody would be off. The streets get, would be empty. Because everybody by the way, wouldn't be working. I saw the screenshot from from Chris. Mm-hmm. It's Monday through Thursday. Does that slide? Could we do it? Which could you see a Sunday through Wednesday, a Tuesday through Friday? How well, would you do that? You know uh, what they were saying on the news is that in this study, most companies had to figure out because right, like if you have a desk job, if if your company is a normal Monday through Friday work week, uh, you could figure this out. But the the industries that would have to change the way they do business would be like restaurants so like would you work two days on and then have a day off have a couple more days where you work and like bump out the schedule and try and figure out a way to because restaurants are not going to close right restaurants actually would probably get more they would get more because there's an additional day where people don't have to be stuck inside at work yeah the service industry would be would probably need more 
workers and everything like else because Thursday night would Friday night would become Thursday night and mm-hmm. you would have brunches on Friday morning. You would have the full like it wouldn't be just a hey, let's leave work early on Friday and go get drinks or something like you would have a full day of like extra brunch and like extra meals and you wouldn't shut down and like that kind of stuff. So the ultimate happy hour will be like Thursday night, right? You know oh, yeah. you're not working it Friday. It is. Thursday Thursdays. night's the night's to go Thursday, out. Thursday. Let's do it's, it. It's, it's Friday Junior, they say on social. Absolutely. We, <laughs> like basically, if you talk to someone that works a nine to five, whether it's in sales, it's in tech, it's in advertising, yeah, it's whatever it is. Like, listen, they, they're, <laughs> already, they're already punting Friday. <laughs> they're already punting the day. Oh, please, Abdullah. Have you seen our offices upstairs uh, Friday afternoon after 3 p.m.? I, I have. It's a crypt. It's a, go, it, yeah, it's a ghost I, town. I've never seen it after 3. I see it after like 11 a.m. It's it, a crypt. It's black Abdallah, and then we're just hanging out. Wait till that first day it hits 65 <laughs> oh, on a Friday. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, my son texted me during the show. He lives in Seattle, but he listens online. He works remote, and he's like, hey, old man, get with the program. <laughs> he goes, I'm just as productive remote. And yes, yeah. my company, yeah. if I get all my work done, sure. I don't have to do anything on Friday. You exactly. Bounce. You bounce. You get out. You but see, but, but Cap, as you well know, is a front-facing guy. If there's business to be done, he wants the old school, you know, black suit, black skinny tie, <laughs> Dobbs hat, and a, and, a, and a stiff handshake. Right, Cap? Face I to just face. was right? always raised by my late dad. If you want something bad enough, I'll work your competition. I don't, I'm, you know, great. I'll take a Friday off or I'll use vacation days or whatever it is, and I'll go up to the lake. Yeah, and I'm also at a different stage in my life. I'm not 29 years old trying to make my way in the business. I just think today's, like my kid's age, they, they weren't, they were raised by us, but the average kid was not raised. You just run them over and outwork them, damn it, if you really want to. No, I'm going to work my... Nine to five, I want my work-life balance. I just don't think you can be as <laughs> successful as you want to be. Uh, it, it's also a different it. generation, right? Right, like, yeah. And, and unfortunately, for, for my situation, for Abdallah's situation, it's a different generation than what we were raised in. I mean, being You're in our... becoming the older guys Being now. in our late 30s, the, I had my first the generation... Job 15, like, the generation entering the workforce now is totally different yeah, than, than what guys. we... Like, right. A part of, in cab, you're right. A part of making something out of yourself was the grind. Yes. Right? Like, and, and you had to grind to get to a place. I don't know if that's quite the same thing for those entering the workforce now. Agreed. Now, well said. I will also say I hated at that age hearing older people tell me about my situation. So maybe we don't know. Maybe we're out of touch. It just appears that the younger generation um, is not as willing to grind like we were. Is that, oh, for, is that a P- PC way to say it? Yeah. Yes. I mean, mm-hmm. I mean but, Completely but, boy, but, this is, but this is a generational thing, though. They said that about the baby boomer cap. They yeah, said right. that about me as a Gen Xer. Sure. They said that about you guys as Gen Y. Gen Y, they're going to ruin society. Oh, my God. You guys, I mean, you, you guys are the worst. Gen X, all you're in, into is your computers and fashion. You don't care about working hard. They mm-hmm. said the same thing about Cap's generation. Beatniks sitting on, you know, with a cigarettes rolled up into your mm-hmm. into your shirt. Video you know, games were going to ruin us, right, Jonathan? Video oh, games were going to corrupt dude. our little minds. Cap's yep, generation was he, they don't want to go to war. Yeah, that's what Cap right. grew up with. He wouldn't bunch have gone of, to war. Bunch of draft dodgers. I, I registered. Oh, bunch of draft dodgers. Well, the, here's you guys also got to understand that like Holy this cow. this generation. Do kids still have to register today? No. 
Uh, I, no. I had to, but I think that's done no. now, right? I don't think you do. I don't think you did. Yeah, Shay was the first one in life. I'll did you fight. No. I'm here to fight. No. No. Never had to. No. 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 Shay's um, here to fight. There ain't no draft no more, son. There was they, uh, one over that strike. I also think that now today's generation, <laughs> like we can what? crap on them all, all we want to of being soft or whatever, but they're they're creating their own revenue. Like there wasn't like you couldn't make money oh, yeah. off of Instagram. Well, you couldn't make money off of TikTok. Now you YouTube, get now these kids yeah. get a million views for opening toys on YouTube and they make money off of it at like they're eight years old. Good they're making more money. But that's my point, is like Every generation has their own, like, yeah, you may think it's soft that they just sit on the internet all day and that's how they make their money, but they're making a crap ton more money than I any of us think do. I don't soft. I give them credit for being creative and able to do that. They're, they're young entrepreneurs. That's what this generation is. They're, yeah, they're online 24-7, but that's how they make their money. But yeah, the kids in my neighborhood, like, I see Sylvie's kids and it does right. my heart good. They're at the park. They're outside. They're always doing something. Like, a lot of kids in my neighborhood, friends of my kids, they never were in the park, never exercised, sure. never did sure. anything. They mm-hmm. were inside 24-7 computer or video game. That's and, it. And, and you know what? Give I think that that's sad. And, and I'll tell you this, and this is just based on, and you guys know, Adam and Chris knows, Illinois Media School, that this generation, the generation that we're in right now, they, there's, there's not the time-honored tradition of shaking a hand, gradually going through the business. No, they don't care about the ladder. They kick the ladder over and say, I want my million now. Yeah, correct. There is no respect of, oh, hey, yeah. Mr. Kaplan, you've been in the business for a long time. How can, uh-uh. They're like, you know what, Cap, I'm better than you now. And you oh, know Oh, man, it. Jonathan, there's nothing like going into a new class yeah. that first day and being like, guess what? If you want to do this, say goodbye to your nights and weekends. Say goodbye to your holidays. Say goodbye to your friends and your family. Because and they're like, F that. For the first three years, you don't have a life. You work when they tell you to work, and you're going to like it because if you want to get to this point, yeah. that's what you got to do. The three of us have definitely seen that. You you talk oh, to man. someone in that spot, and they say, when am I hosting Waddle and Sylvie? <laughs> when, when your name you're is like, Waddle or Sylvie, that's when. Like, what, 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 what you when are you hosting Waddle and Sylvie? They're so hosting Waddle and Sylvie. I worked, like, yeah, I worked then, nights for twenty five right? years. Yes, but then again, absolutely. but then again, yeah. there are the 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 that generation though will just go okay. Well, I'll start my own podcast and I'll try to build up my own brand and I'll try to do that. And it's hard to do, but a few of them do do it. Like a few yeah. people do. Like it's not like it's a say like Charlie's producer in the show for us today he's yeah. uh, does stand uh, is in stand-up comedy right like yeah you can it takes a while to get into stand-up comedy you got to do open mics you got to travel on the road you got to drive to three different states in two nights or whatever it is like and you got to yeah. do that or a lot of these guys just start podcasts and think that they're funny and hope they get picked up Good somewhere. Luck. But, but, but stand-up comedy is a grind. You exactly. don't have to grind to yeah, do that. for sure. But, but, Cap, in this conversation, what we want you to understand is, and I know that you recoil at the phrase, you know, work-life balance. The, 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 this generation's <laughs> grind is different than ours. You may not be able to see it, but there's an end result for some of them. I, I, work, I know work-life balance. You know what work-life balance was for all of our generations on this conversation is work. The work, the work-life balance is the life. The working is the life mm-hmm. to get to where you need to be. Correct. But, now, but, it, but go ahead. But hoodie, one of my kids. Boy, I wish I could afford to buy that. I said, well, get a side hustle. Well, I mean, I work my job during the week. I said, Al, Alex, guess what? You need a side hustle. You don't make enough money, and you can't look and go, boy, I'd love to buy that Corvette. I, I, man, I wish we could buy that house we're looking at, and we can't afford it. Okay. 
If you want work-life balance, then understand what comes with work-life balance. Don't pine for, man, I wish I had an extra dollar in my account, or I wish I could go in and buy that car, or I wish we could fly to Hawaii for a week. You can't have it all, folks. You can't. Chris, do we still have the uh, the public file programming at Sunday mornings, like oh, yeah. the Hannah Stanley show? Yeah, can it's we just still insert, on. Yeah. Can we just insert yeah. this segment in <laughs> about work-life balance? I think it's good for Sunday morning for the public file programming. But yeah. that's the thing, yeah, though. Like can, the, the new work-life balance <laughs> is adjusting work into your life, and like if your life is, hey, I want to be an internet person and have a billion followers on Instagram and sell protein powder or whatever is the next craze, and then that's what that's what people do. Like that's what TikTok is. That's what Instagram is. And like, listen, it it might it might be easier way to make money than you know door-to-door salesman like my grandfather was installing garage like the first garage electronic garage doors when he was before he became a carpenter but like or or a contractor but like it's easier and i kind of wish that i was that age to get into it because it's a lot better for them to to make that money you make a lot more money doing that too all right, guys. Thanks for the conversation. I smell food next door, so I'm going to see if I can get this breakfast before they close the doors. Uh, <laughs> you have a good game tonight, man. All right, guys. It's Black and Abdallah coming up in for Greeny right here on Chicago's Home for Sports. Boy, Cap hates you. <laughs> it's Black and Abdallah. Follow us on the gram at Black and Abdallah and at ESPN underscore Chicago. This is Chicago's Home for Sports. ESPN 1000. It's Black and Abdallah filling in for Greeny today here on ESPN 1000 Hello. and the ESPN Chicago app. Usually you hear us weeknight 6-8 right here on ESPN 1000. Today we're in for Greeny and we'll take you all the way to noon with Carmen and Yurko right here on ESPN 1000. Abdallah, each day that we fill in for Greeny, there's only one place to start. Here we go! Only one place to start. You know, as we... Uh, walk towards free agency in the National Football League and we we look at what the Bears have in cap space, there's a lot of different pieces that I think Bears fans look to and say, man, I wish that player could be on the Chicago Bears next season. Last night, The Athletic reported that the Washington Commanders are set to franchise tag Deron Payne, defensive tackle from the Commanders. Uh, The sources are suggesting that he will stay in Washington and that's a piece that I think Bears fans, including yourself, have kind of had your eyes on as a guy that maybe Ryan Poles could go out and acquire to help out this defensive line, spend some of this cash, and get this Bears team in the right direction going forward. Well, yeah, but it's it's all part of like a bigger plan, right? The reason that I want to pay Deron Payne to be on the Bears is because I have the Bears trading back a few times in the draft. Now, there's nothing wrong with having Jalen Carter and Deron Payne, I guess, or Will Anderson and Deron Payne. There's nothing wrong with that at all. Um, but to me, I, if I have the Bears trading back to nine or even further back, one of those stud, two stud defensive linemen are not going to be there, whether it's Will Anderson or Jalen Carter. They're not going to be there by the time you get to nine or 13 or whatever the Bears end up picking. So I had my sights set on Deron Payne thinking that, hey, they might not franchise him because he might hold out. They have a lot of 
good young defensive players on that Washington team that they need to start paying. So he might he might be the odd man out. Now, if they choose to franchise him, he chooses to hold out. Maybe they end up releasing him or whatever. Or worst case, like what what I don't want to see happen is I don't want to see the Bears have to trade for him and then pay him. I don't want to have to pay for him twice with draft capital and uh, a new contract, right? So if they franchise him, okay, fine. Then you stick it four. If you trade back with the Colts, one, you stick it four. You take uh, Jalen Carter or Will Anderson, whichever one is there. Last night on the show on Blocking Abdallah, we were talking about an article that's on ESPN.com right now. Uh, 2023 free agency in the NFL. Best team fits for the top 50 players. And we talked about Lamar Jackson, best fit Ravens. They got to figure that out. Uh, best fit for Orlando Brown Jr., the tackle from Kansas City, would be staying in Kansas City. Someone that I think Bears fans have their eyes on as well. And when we get to Deron Payne, we talked about this last night. The article is suggesting the best fit for Payne would be staying mm-hmm. in Washington. And that's where we, we kind of have this conversation. You know, the Bears entering this offseason, having the most cap space in all of football, they have the number one pick. You laid it out. I think we all agree the best scenario for the Bears would be moving back multiple times, collecting assets, building depth, and, and building around Justin Fields. When we look at free agency, though, are Bears fans going to be disappointed when free agency starts and the Bears are maybe getting the third-tier guy, the fourth-tier guy, mm-hmm. not the top-billing player in free agency because what we're seeing here from ESPN.com is what they're suggesting is that some of the big names on the market, the Bears actually won't be in play for. And I wonder if Bears fans find that concerning that others are suggesting that, that that's how it's going to go when free agency starts in the NFL. Well, I think that's just assuming that teams want to keep their own, right? Like, I feel like the Chiefs would want to try to find a way to keep Orlando Brown. I feel like, obviously, the commanders want to find a way to keep Deron Payne and keep that defense intact, add a quarterback, and then you've got a chance to make something in the playoffs, right? So, obviously, teams want to keep their players, and that's why you might see, you know, the Ravens franchise tag Lamar Jackson if they can't work out a deal, and then it gives them extra time to try to work out a deal. So, yeah, that's obvious, but there are other teams out there that aren't going to be able to make all their players worth. The Eagles were just in the Super Bowl, have a lot of cap issues, and now might have to you know, part with some of those players because of that. And the Bears might be able to take advantage of it. You know, Pro Football Focus kind of wrote the same article <laughs> as ESPN. Oh, you don't say. They wrote the same oh, article. Okay, um, Wait, what's their article title? Landing spots for oh. Pro Football Focus's top 50 free agents. Wow. Um, You're right. That's <laughs> identical to the same thing that we talked about last night on however, ESPN.com. Wow. However, their rankings oh. are different. Sure. And they have two quarterbacks at the top in Lamar Jackson and Geno Smith. Those are their top two free agents. And they're both staying in those locations staying is what they lo- predict. Exactly. And I would I would look maybe Geno Smith. You could argue that as a player to Ron Payne or Orlando Brown are better than Geno Smith. But the quarterback is the most important position on the field. And so I don't have a problem with them ranking two quarterbacks higher than the rest. They have Javon Hargrave from the Eagles as their third best player. And their 2023 team prediction is the Chicago Bears. Now, he's a great player on a very good defense this year for the Eagles. Um, The only real knock on him is that he's 30, is that he's older. And so he's, you know, he's, it's not the worst age. It's not like he's 35 or 36. 
He's 30. Sure, so this, you could isn't, s- this isn't like last season before he retires. No. 30 to me is still okay. You could sign him to a three- or four-year deal and still get a, a, a great output from him in those three or four years. Right. And so I would be fine with that. Like, if, if that's what happens, if everybody kind of stays where they are and just works out deals and people kind of learn from what the Rams have done and pushing the can and using those void years to give contracts out that you end up having to extend and play out for 10 years in a row or something like that then fine i don't need the bears to go out and spend the most money on one or two players just because they have the most money spend it wisely that's you don't want to overpay because that's exactly what the last regime did and that's exactly why the bears are in the problem they are now or they were for the last two years is they were getting rid of all of that dead money from akeem hicks and from khalil mack and all that kind of stuff javon hargrave's a good player I'd have no problem with them going out and signing him to a a respectable deal. He's here for three or four years. He's a very productive player. The Eagles can't afford him. They're not going to franchise him. That, to me, would be a very good move. The thing I would look at with that move would be, if that's what Ryan Poles does, I would be happy because the Bears go out and they sign the best available defensive player on the market. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Because on the list from Pro Football Focus, there's two quarterbacks. The Bears are not in the market to sign a free agent quarterback. So to me, remove them from our list here locally. And if we take a look at it that way, and the Bears do come away with the best available defensive player, I think that that would be a huge success to start free agency. Bears fans, what do you think? 312-332-3776. When we get to free agency, how do you want Ryan Poles to spend the money? Do you want him to spend on the defensive line? Do you want him to work on the offensive line? Is it someone else, like a specialty player offensively? What do you think? We'll take your calls. Black and Abdallah in for Greeny. You're listening to Black and Abdallah. ESPN Chicago. This is Chicago's home for sports. ESPN 1000. I'd like you to meet someone who's really special. It's Black and Abdallah. A real inspiration. Follow us on the gram at Black and Abdallah and at ESPN underscore Chicago. So if the Bears enter free agency... And they land Javon Hargrave, defensive tackle for the Eagles. Great season last year. The Eagles had a great season last year. Mm -hmm. Really good defense. I'd be happy. I'd be thrilled as a Bears fan walking away with a player like that day one in free agency. And uh, we're seeing some different options. ESPN has a different list. Pro Football Focus has a different list. Uh, For you personally, where do you want the Bears to shop? Day one in free agency. I think it's on de- on defense because, and it's weird because it's defense and offensive line for depth. I, I, I've got two kind of thoughts that are going along at the same time with this, right? So I want them to shop defense because they there's nothing out there in the wide receiver market. There's nothing. It's Juju Smith-Schuster, yeah. and that's kind of it. Like. Jacoby Myers, does that interest you at all? He's a good player. Okay. Not, a, not a number one, though. So if you're you're going out day one to shop, no. you know, you're not blowing your cash on Jacoby Myers. Now, if I find out that it's not day one, like if how if the question is how I how do I want them to spend their money? Well, 
if, like it's a flow chart, do the Bears trade back to number two and then number nine and acquire first round draft picks for, in 2024? If the answer is yes, then trade one of those 2024 draft picks for T. Higgins and pay him. Like that's like that's the flow chart I'm working with. So I want them to spend, but just not on wide receivers this year because there's sure. nothing out there. So day one, I would say defense and defensive line because to me, if I'm Ryan Poles, and if I'm someone that's evaluating Ryan Poles, I say, you are a former offensive lineman. You found Braxton Jones. He played very well. Go out. You found Orlando Brown. Go out and find the next Orlando Brown. Like, I don't, I, I understand paying him because he's a proven player in the league. Right, like he's young, he's he's proven. He'd be a great. They, there's familiarity between him and Ryan Poles. I get that, but if you found him, find him again. Help me workshop this idea, because I, I don't know. Like I don't have a, a a an opinion ready to go for this. I didn't I didn't bake up an opinion to Soft. ask the question Soft. to then. Well, you no, done I, the work. No, no, no. I here's where I'm. I need help with this idea. Mm-hmm. What could they spend in free agency would then give them the most flexibility at the top of the draft board where you don't have to back yourself into a corner taking a player because, well, we, we have to fill a need. The if, is defensive it, line. So, so if you go out day one and you spend on the defensive line, yeah. you get someone like Javon Hargrave. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Then you would be able to say... If I'm trading back with the Texans at two, trading back with the Colts at four, trading back with the Raiders, what the Raiders are saying at seven. Yeah, or the Panthers, at nine. the Panthers at nine. Mm-hmm. Any of those teams, you'd be able to say to yourself, it doesn't really matter that we're passing up on Will Anderson Jr. or Jalen Carter because we took care of that need in free agency. Thus... We're, we're all about collecting more picks for depth later, right? Is that the best way to go about it? That, mm-hmm. I guess that's why I'm torn. I, I initially wanted to answer by saying offensive line. Yeah. Spend on the offensive line, day one of free agency, solidify that. But if that's the case and the Bears don't get help on the defensive line, I fear that you're going to back yourself into a situation where you don't want to move past four. Yeah. Because if you move past four, you're not getting Jalen Carter. No. And you're not not getting Will Anderson. And at that point, I wonder if you'd say, you know what? There's a deal on the table with the Raiders, but I don't want to move past four Mm -hmm. because I can't pass up defensive line help because we didn't take care of that need in free agency. Does that make sense? That's why I'm I'm trying to kind of grasp the concept for myself to to formulate the opinion because – I, initially, I wanted to say offensive line, but I don't know if that's the best way to handle this. I think that it's it it's I I rely on the fact that I'm still trusting Ryan Poles to be able to find offensive linemen in the draft, right? Like he, you can say that he had bad picks in Vilas Jones. He's not an offensive lineman. You can say that he made a trade, a bad trade so far for Chase Claypool, not an offensive lineman, right? That's his bread and butter. So let him work, right? Like you do the work in the draft, we'll spend the money on proven defensive players because also that's the quickest way to turn around for me. The quickest way to get this team to eight or nine wins and in the hunt 
because that's my goal for next year. My goal is not them making the playoffs. My goal is for them to be in the hunt. Be in the graphic. Be sure. close in the graphic. Not yeah. like not like the bottom right corner of the graphic. I want Kornacki on Sunday Night Football to be giving me scenarios how the Bears make the playoffs. And if they do, cool. And if they don't, it's fine. It's progress, right? The easiest way, to the fastest way to turn around, to me, is getting proven defensive players who can make a difference right away and then putting together an offensive line that is given time to gel, right? Like like Tevin Jenkins, whatever happened in the offseason was resolved. He ended up being a very productive player and someone that you can salvage, right? He was, yeah. I mentioned Braxton Jones. Good player, deep in the draft find for Ryan Poles, ended up being a good player. Like, I feel like you can give the... And, and at times, the offensive line played very well. We saw that stretch of games where the Bears, if you zero in on that stretch of games where they were putting up 35 points a game, they were top five offense in the league. It can be done with this offensive line group. So if you find a few young players, some depth players, I'm fine with them not breaking the bank in day one of free agency because how many times have we seen a team win day one of free agency and then the, it doesn't come together? Yeah, no, I'm, I'm with you on that. Teams that win free agency are rarely the teams that win at the end of the season. Yeah. The way you win in the NFL is through the draft. The best way to win is building through the draft. Exactly. Top players that you take in the draft, more draft picks, uh, is, is the better way to handle this. But when you're so depleted of talent and you have the space, you got to spend it and of you got to bring do. in some talent. Of course you do. And to me, that's why it's, it's, it's defense because those guys can be instant difference makers. They don't need time to gel. You just come in, hey, come in, learn the scheme, get to the quarterback. Blackham, Simple as that. Blackham Abdallah in for Greeny today. If you want to join the conversation, the question on the table, how do you want the Bears to spend their cash when we get to free agency? We'll take your calls at 312-332-3776. Tim on the north side. You're on ESPN 1000. What's up, Tim? Good morning, guys. Uh, there's a, wanted to throw a hot take at you guys. There's some chatter out there that potentially Justin Jefferson could be available via trade, given the fact that he's, he's got two years left on his rookie deal. He's due for an extension, and the Vikings have a huge cap hit for this year and next year. Obviously, between Kirk Cousins, a lot of aging veterans. Curious your thoughts if that's something, given that, you know, at the right price, if there's a possibility or at least the Bears should explore potentially a trade for Justin Jefferson and what would a trade like that look like? I'll hang up and listen. Thanks for the call, Tim. Uh, well, my initial response would why would the Vikings trade the best wide receiver in football? Mm-hmm. Uh, I get that they're up against the, the cap, but I don't think getting yourself out of. Uh, cap hell would be removing the best player on the team yeah i don't think that's the case now if justin jefferson was out there saying i don't want to play here i need a trade i would love for the bears to get in on that i would doubt though that minnesota would be willing to help a division rival absolutely not in that situation i know the Lions and the vikings made a trade uh last year at the deadline yeah a little bit different type of player though than justin jefferson this guy is legit uh, one of the best players in the National Football League. Oh, absolutely. I don't think that they would, because the Vikings are looking at the Bears and the Lions, I would say, and, and, and still the Packers until, you know, we know what Jordan Love is, if they move on from Aaron Rodgers' as teams, especially the Lions, is like teams in the rearview mirror. Like if you give Justin Fields, Justin Jefferson, like the, Lions, the, the Bears are coming. And the Vikings see themselves as a team that can still win the division, still compete in the playoffs. Like, they still are trying to win. And moving on from Justin Jefferson, while that may be a scenario for them, 
I highly doubt they're trading them to a team that's going to be very close to beating them in the standings sooner rather than later if the Bears were to add Justin Jefferson. Ed in Mundelein, you're on ESPN 1000 Talking Bears. What's up, Ed? Good morning. How are you doing? Good, man. Um, what do you think? Well, what I'm thinking of is for the number one pick, how about trading the number one pick with Indy, who we know is desperate for a QB, for their number one pick, Quentin Nelson and Michael Pittman. It's going to solve a wide receiver and an offensive lineman problem. I think they'd be desperate enough to do it. They want that quarterback. Those are two good mm. players. I would take them. Um, I would say I don't know if Indianapolis would trade that. That he, seems like a lot. The only issue I have with that is that if if you've got Quentin Nelson and he's 26 years old and you're moving up to draft a quarterback number one overall, don't you want to protect him? Of course. So then why would but you trade Quentin Nelson? Because Indy's desperate for a quarterback. No, and I know, but we, they've got, I don't think it would take players for them to trade up. Like I don't think they're gonna I don't think they're gonna look at this situation and say we need to get rid of talent to trade up to one. They're gonna say we're just gonna trade picks. What's well, one of those? If you don't ask, you don't get. So oh, for I, sure. It would definitely be worth sniffing around there. Yeah, it's a good point. Thanks for the call, Ed. Appreciate it. Three one two three three two three seven seven six. It's Black and Abdallah. We're talking Bears with you. Black and Abdallah, ESPN Chicago, Chicago's home for sports. You're listening to Black and Abdallah on ESPN Chicago, Chicago's home for sports. Follow the show on Twitter at Chris Black and at Adam A. Abdallah. It's Black and Abdallah hanging out with you in early. In for Greeny today. Usually you hear us six to eight weeknights right here on ESPN 1000. Taking your calls at 312-332-3776. We're talking Bears football with you. I have a question about Justin Fields coming up in just a moment. But Abdallah, did you see this news story out of Japan? A mysterious sphere has appeared on a Japanese beach. Do you see this? The pictures of it. It's a, a sphere. They say what? It's like, it could be metal? Yeah. Uh, it sus- just appeared on this beach. Uh, a suspicious ball was reported by a local resident in Hamamatsu, a southern coastal city about 155 miles south of Tokyo. And if you Google this story, just Google Japanese uh, sphere, metal sphere, it looks like it literally just washed up on the shore. And if you don't zoom, I mean, it looks like a big egg kind of. It does. It looks like it. Like, what if this is a big, like, dinosaur egg that rolled up on shore? Like, they say it's metal. Uh, it's around four feet in diameter and is believed to be made of iron because it has a coating of rust. That's why they think it's metal because huh. it's got, it's surrounded in rust. Okay. Uh, and it's like, it's dudes that are, that are like, it looks like they're out in, like, the hurt locker. Like walking well, up to it, it. It was the bomb squad. They, yeah. they, uh, the police scrambled to get the bomb sw- squad there to look at the uh, the sphere. Mm-hmm. They said there's no immediate threat as it's sitting on this beach. They have no idea how it got there. They're using X-ray technology to figure out that the ball is hollow. There's nothing inside of it, and they don't know what it is. Now, it's probably too heavy to be like a balloon, right? 
Yeah, there's no there's no chance. Is if it something metal? that was under the water that came like untethered? Like did someone like a buoy? Like a like, but a, like down there to like monitor something underneath the water, and then it was released. You know what I mean? Like it maybe yeah. it broke, and then it floated to the top, and then was washed ashore. I hope it's a big dinosaur egg. Now, uh, this is That's what on, I wanted to. This be. is on the heels of uh, what we went a week and a half ago uh, talking about balloons in the sky that were floating over this great country. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of the balloons, uh, one of them was a Chinese spy balloon, mm-hmm. but also it seemed like there was a local group. Uh, from Libertyville that Shout sent out. up a, a weather balloon that may yeah. or may not have been shot down by the U.S. government as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they were shooting down all these different balloons. Uh, but we don't really know what some of this is. Have you ever seen the movie Cocoon? Yes. What if it's something Wilford like Brimley? that? What, what if it's if, Wilford Brimley? What if it's the, the key to life? Well, here. Look, you can watch us on Eternal Twitch every life. day. What, Twitch. If, what if this could re-energize some old folks, they, they find the, the spear on the beach, they touch it, and then boom, now they're, they're young. They're ready to rock and roll. You can watch us on Twitch, twitch.tv slash ESPN1000Chicago. Shy Crook says it's a rusted sea mine. Calm down. Why would I calm down <laughs> that a mine washed ashore, sir? That is an explosive. <laughs> what do you mean, calm down? I won't. That's an explosive in the water. What if I'm jet skiing yeah. off the coast of Hamamatsu? Sure. And I hit this sea mine. <laughs> Something that you usually do. I mean, listen, I don't know what it is. I hope it's a few things. Like I said, I hope it's a big egg. That would be cool. I think we're just pointing to this idea that mysterious objects yeah. continue to appear. Is it promotion for the new season of The Mandalorian? And we don't know what they are. So the news out of Japan today, a mysterious large metal ball mm-hmm. has washed up on a beach, and they don't know where it's from or what it is. Isn't this what uh, Baby Yoda rides in? I'm going to I'm gonna piss off some Star Wars nerds. Isn't uh, yeah, that what yeah. Baby Yoda rides in? Yeah, Groot. Shay, aren't you a nerd? Isn't that Groot? Isn't that, a, is that what Groot rides in Groot in, the, rides in, uh, in The Mandalorian? The mysterious egg bowl. Is ball. that what he does? Shay's not listening to us right now. He hates you it. You think I watch that show? You watch the. Oh, you watch everything. You watch all the dragons and no. long walking shows. You have no, hard get... opinions on all television. You watch and, all and the movie. houses of I the get... dragons you and the lords. The, you want the Star Wars opinion? I gave up on Star Wars because that last movie they made was so offensive as a film. Dead I franchise walking anymore. <laughs> I'm out. Dead franchise walking. Abrams should be brought up on criminal charges for that last movie that they made. Yes. I won't watch Star Wars anymore. Yes. I'm out. Groot. Uh, the Twitchers are also very upset that we... Fan base. Is it a Groot? They're very upset that we reference Groot. Does Groot instead ride of in Baby this? Yoda. And then he goes, may the force <laughs> I was just be say, with is, you. Isn't Groot from Guardians yes! of the Galaxy? Yeah. That's the joke, <laughs> okay. Charlie. Charlie, as a comedian... Hold on, stop. As a comedian, how dare you explain the joke? I thought you had comedic timing. <laughs> I'll see my way out. Where's the big hook? Can I big hook him? Easy. Anthony in Northwest Indiana, you're on ESPN 1000. What do you think, Anthony? Uh, um, it looks like a wrecking ball. <laughs> like, did it, you guys see pictures of it? It does. Yes, it yeah. does actually, you know pictures, what? Yeah. It does kind of look like a wrecking ball. It's got a little thing on the top where you, you could. But what's a wrecking ball doing in the middle of the ocean? I mean, maybe it wrecked Atlantis. Who knows? <laughs> Ooh, I like that. Okay, good, good I like conspiracy. that. I like that. Right, thanks for the call, Anthony. 
Oh, yeah. Take care, guys. There's Anthony in Northwest Indiana. Mm-hmm. Blocking Abdallah here on ESPN 1000. Yeah, so I, I saw the story. A large metal ball has washed up onto the shores in Japan. They don't know how it got there. But, you know, in the last couple of weeks, we've had, uh, we've had a lot of weird stuff. Aerial attacks, would you say? Floating into our airspace. Um, and then also now they're they're coming from the sea. Well, listen. I mean, it's a planned attack, is what it sounds like. Oh, the yeah. aliens are coming to get us. Well, it's aliens in Cocoon, right? Like, isn't that what it is? Yeah, but you you trust that? You're just going to walk up and touch it and hope it's Cocoon? What if it's the opposite of Cocoon? What if it kills you right it away? It could. Uh, Black and Abdallah here on ESPN 1000, the ESPN Chicago app. Uh, we've had a lot of conversation as of late about Justin Fields. Uh, there are talking heads from coast to coast that think the Bears should trade Fields, use the number one pick, to draft a quarterback. Mainly, we look at Bryce Young. That mm-hmm. would be the guy that many are suggesting to do so. We have a different talking head who's telling the Bears to do the opposite, which I totally agree with. I don't think that the Bears should move on from Justin Fields. We'll tell you who said that coming up next. You're listening to Black and Abdallah. ESPN Chicago. This is Chicago's home for sports.